Good afternoon and welcome to the Mobile Best Agent office and Moving Home with Charlie Mobile Studio, where I am, as you can see, plugged into Instavolt's horrifically expensive uh, chargers, which cost more than double a Tesla one to do, which really annoys me, but needs must today. Uh, and this morning, the RICS, oh dear, horrible typo there, RICS December housing market survey came out. Let's fix that. There we go. And um, I wanted to cover this because I think it's really important. Now, first of all, I've put a link below to the RACS survey that you can that you can download, look at it yourself. And I recommend that you, if you are moving and you're really wondering about the market in, in the area where you live, that you download this survey uh, and have a look at all of the regional breakdown of what's happening for for sales and for lettings and all that kind of stuff. It is a useful thing. Now, I've often said that I think the RICS monthly survey that doesn't quote any prices or any average prices, but does talk about price movements, expectations, sales volumes, etc., that I think it is the most useful of all the existing house price indices. That is until we release the Best Agent Open Source House Price Index, which I can't wait to show you. Getting so tantalizingly close, but just want to make sure it's really, really working beautifully before we release it. So, and I've always said that that I feel that the RICS survey is uh, perhaps the least talking up the market one, the least biased one, the most objective and impartial, which is why a lot of estate agents don't like it because they, they think that the, R, uh, the RICS is a bit too realistic for them. But on this occasion, I feel that they are being a little bit overly optimistic. And I just literally, five minutes before I started this video, come off the telephone with one of the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors, uh, surve surveyors who contributes to the survey every month. And one of the questions I asked him was, when did you complete the survey? And he said, mid-December. I also said to him, do you, what, what, back then, what was your expectation on interest rates and what it might do to the market? And he said, uh, he said, I don't really think about it, but if you ask me, I would say, yeah, I, I was pretty much expecting interest rates to come down during 2024 and that that would improve market activity. And I said, what about now? He said, yeah, not so much now. So I suspect that when this survey was filled out uh, a month ago, middle of December, there was some misplaced optimism based on the fact that inflation was still coming down quite quickly and everyone thought it was going to keep on coming down. But now in January, we know that inflation has stopped coming down, started to tick back up, might be a blip, it might flatline here, it might keep falling, it might go back up, we don't know. Um, but I don't show their optimism. But, let, but, but without me rambling too much about, let's just actually run through what they say. Um, okay. So this is what they're saying. So this is Dece uh, December 2023, RICS, residential market survey. Outlook for sales market activity continues to gradually improve. So the outlook, not the sales market activity continues to improve, but the outlook continues to improve is what they felt on average. Now, the other thing, this is really important, actually, I forgot to mention this. The other thing that the surveyor I just spoke to, the RACS surveyor I just spoke to said was that he feels that anyone looking at the RACS survey results should only look 
at their region. Because he said, as you will see when you look at the regional graphs, there are quite big wild fluctuations. And if you average them all out, it gives you an inaccurate picture for the whole country. So except for when they're all the same, they're all deeply negative or they're all strongly positive, then maybe, but it's very mixed. And I asked him, here we are in the middle of January, I said, is the market looking as optimistic and busy and activity picking up as as it sounds like from a reading? And he said, no, not at all. He said, it might just be where he is, but he is not seeing any pickup in activity uh, in sales. However, he said that lettings, his letting side of his business was extremely busy. And he said that it was just his own anecdotal observations and feelings for his area, but he is expecting a lot of people to be moving out of their owned homes. They're going to be selling their homes because of mortgages and moving into rented. And that's what he said he's expecting uh, where he is. And he's in the Bristol Southwest area. Uh, sorry, now back to the actual survey. Um, so three and 12 month sales expectation, expectations pick up for a second consecutive month. Okay. I, I believe that that's how they felt back then. I'm not sure if you asked them the same thing. And just to, so you understand the timing, they've just, the surveyors have just received the survey questionnaire for January, which will be published about a month from now. Buyer inquiries indicator, I think that means buyer inquiries indicate record the least downbeat reading, the least bad reading, but it is still a bad one. House price declines continue to moderate at the national level, uh, with respondents now anticipating a flat trend over the year ahead. I think that will turn out to be very wrong. Um, but I, I do still generally think that this, this survey is the one I apply the most credibility to. So I, I it's not saying what I would think at this point, but there we are. Um, I'm just going to pick out a couple of sentences I think worth picking out from, from the actual copy here. And then we'll look at a couple of the charts. Um, so buyer demand, the headline net balance of new buyer inquiries ready to the reading of minus three in December. So that still means that they are all expecting uh, buyer demand to continue falling, but not as fast as it has been. OK, so when it's less bad, it doesn't mean that buyer inquiries are going up. It means they're not going down as fast. And again, this is in December. Um, alongside this, the latest national net balance of minus six percent of newly newly agreed sales. Again, negative, getting worse, but not getting worse as fast as it was the previous month. OK. Um, now, let's just get to a couple of the graphs. Um, the, the, here we are. The, here, here's the house price. The headline house price gauge posted a net balance reading of minus 30%. Not 30% on price. That's a, a balance of the survey respondents. Okay. Which is not as bad as the net, uh, the, uh, as the minus 41% and the minus 60% of the previous two months. Now, the, the way to interpret all this is like, you've got to figure out the timing of this because this is and why I think this is a good survey is that this tells you what's happening at the front line of the coalface of agency a month ago. Um, 
Now, this is confusing because, you know, we had the land registry putting their data out yesterday. Um, and so you think that because it came out yesterday and the RICS one came out today, they're, they're talking about the same time. No, they're not. So these guys are talking about what happened at the coalface a month ago and what was happening, what it felt like at the coalface a month ago. Whereas yesterday's land registry price falls that they were reporting represented what was happening at the front line back in June last year, about six months ago. So you've got to try and reconcile the timing differences in all these surveys. Okay. As such, this continues to suggest downward pressure on prices is diminishing. Now, a lot of people will go, yeah, it's not so bad. It's getting better. It's improving. But downward pressure is diminishing. It means that there's still downward pressure, but not as much as there was. Now, bear in mind, they're talking about, so what they've said, if we take the RICS price pressure survey result at face value, they're saying October was really bad. November was bad, but not as bad. And December was still quite bad. We won't see the the land registry uh, reporting on prices of deals that were agreed in October, November, and December until June, July, August of 2024. Okay. So, but what that tells you is that in June, July, and August of 2024, the land registry uh, house price index is likely to show sharper falls than it has done so far. Okay, it's 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 it's, it's really really difficult to work this out. Uh, 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 that's why I'm doing my best to try and help you guys. Um, yeah, even so, most regions still exhibit negative readings for this metric at present. Right, let's just find some some graphs to look at. So national prices in the past three months, I've got that up bigger. Let me get this larger on screen for you. National prices in the past three months. So this is what has happened. So that means that the, that, the black horizontal line there is no change in prices agreed in the past three months. What we've got down here is the prices in the past three months have still been falling but not falling as sharply as they were the month before. That's what that graph shows. Regional prices. Now, this one is really worth a good look uh, when you look at it yourself for your area because you've got the current month, which is the, the, the purple bar, and you've got the three-month average, which is the blue diamond. And I think it's interesting to look at the difference between those two. So, for example, in Northern Ireland, which is this one which is strongly positive, and that also reflects the land registry saying Northern Ireland prices are still positive. The blue diamond is the same place as the purple bar, which means that the most recent month reading is the same as the three-month average. Whereas if we go and look at something like uh, Southeast, the three-month average is strongly negative, but the most recent one is, is still negative, but not as negative. So that says that the, 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 the surveyors in the Southeast who responded to the survey have seen prices uh, starting to fall, but not quite as fast as they were in the previous three months, if that makes sense. Um, new buyer inquiries. Look at that. New buyer inquiries regional are all over the shop. That is why when you average all that out, it's a meaningless figure if you are trying to work out what's happening where you live. All right? So go and have a look at that. So, for example, we've got both the northwest of England 
saying new buyer inquiries are strongly positive and higher than the last three-month average, as in Northern Ireland, in the Northwest. Uh, Yorkshire and Humber, however, uh, so the Northeast, are strongly negative and have uh, got more negative in the most recent month's reading. Biggest change here, East Anglia, that's gone from uh, a three-month average of, of a minus 10% balance of surveyors, and that's gone positive 10% in the most recent reading. So all over the shop, it, it, it bears going and having a look at yourself. But remember, this is still for all property types and all price ranges. Uh, um, and so it, it, it's not representative of, of all the property types. It's an average of that area. And here are new borrowers averaged out from the whole lot uh, are back up to almost zero. In other words, they're not seeing them falling in the most recent month, but staying where they were. So when, when that net balance gets to zero, it's saying that it's the it's a continuation of the number of buyer inquiries from the previous month. It's not more, it's not less, which means it's still a low level, if that makes sense. But they're not expecting to fall much. So new vendor instructions. Guys, you can work this out for yourself. I'm, I'm not going to spend too long on the detail here. But again, regional variations. Go and have a look because national averages are not in any way helpful, okay? I mean, take the land registration national average. It's got Scotland at plus 3% and England at minus 3%, roughly. It's, you know, if you're in Scotland, the UK average figure is unhelpful. If you're in England, the UK average figure is unhelpful. Same with Wales and Northern Ireland. So it, it just always, just go past the national average figure to find out what's happening where you are. Okay. Um, do we have anyone asking any questions? Um, saying there's no internet. I can't see. If any, if you guys are watching me live, apologies. I cannot see your live chat. So I don't know what you're saying, um, but I wanted to just give you that update and uh, see you on the next video. And to any of you who have been saying, sending me messages, thanks for the messages and hi. Can't read them. Uh, probably because I'm out and about and it's a mobile internet connection, which has probably been shocking anyway. Um, one last thing, guys. There is a story out today on Bank of England data showing that mortgage defaults have risen to their highest level, uh, mortgage stress. It's a, it's a story in the Telegraph, but I would Google it. The highest level since 2011. Um, go and look at that graph, the Bank of England graph on that. And, and, and I think the question you've got to look at is, where do you think it goes from here? Have we seen the worst of the mortgage stress or is there more mortgage stress to come? Have a look at what that those numbers are. Ask yourself what your opinion is and where it goes from here and ask yourself what that means for the housing market. Um, thanks, guys. See you soon. Bye-bye.